0: you are listening to off radar with me james smith a podcast chatting to interesting folk about hopefully interesting things like films music tv life health and lots of other stuff if you like what you hear please subscribe give us a five-star review and why not pass it on to as many people as you physically can it will really help getting the pod out there So this little mini-ep is chatting to Dave Chawner about the coronavirus and mental health, uh, how you can support your mental health and also kind of what he's kind of doing about employment. Now, just a little caveat. This was recorded before the official kind of lockdown, I guess. We were just about to go into it two days later. And it was also um, before any of the uh, Chancellor's um, kind of views on the self-employed so just to chuck that in there but look i hope you get something out of it and even if you're listening in the future and the world is a bright fluffy place again uh hopefully you can look back on this and hopefully smile but for now let's go off radar so yeah with what's going on at the moment has how how do you have you have you found that's kind of affected you and your work obviously being a comic and uh, self-employed it's a weird because it's a, like a, an international
1: uh you know sort of pandemic it's one of those things yeah. that like I don't want to make it about me but literally from my side of things like so many other people I just watched my diary being absolutely cleared and it's now yeah. the 20th of march i don't have work until september and Man. i have rent coming out so i think yeah a lot of people are, there's a lot of fear and a lot of worry
0: around at the moment it's just, it's a scary time isn't it and i think so many people out there like whatever you do even if you've got a job and you're i don't know if you're working in in for any company and it's just like so much uncertainty and i'm sure over the next couple of months like a lot of full-time people will get made redundant and stuff like that and um, obviously (laughs) it
1: just makes me realize like what thin uh foundations our entire society is is based (laughs) on a great example of this is um for anyone listening like perhaps in the future there was like a huge rush on toilet rolls and I, i've tried yeah. to look into this like the, the the coronavirus doesn't affect your bowel so like ostensibly <laughs> it's like why would that ever be but it's apparently it came originally from in australia they heard that most toilet rolls were made in china so people went out and bulk bought because they thought it's an essential that's not gonna any longer be around and because people started to do that other people saw Uh, sort of people buying toilet rolls and we're like, oh, they're buying loads. Well, they're going to run out. So I need more. And it just shows you how like the domino effect that we're actually based on pretty much a a solid foundation of capitalism just (laughs) built on sand.
0: It's uh, yeah, it's mental. And I guess, you know, with everything you, you talk about with, well, anorexia and mental health and stuff, what I, we're, as you say, we're talking in March and, Later, You know, when people actually listen to this, we're going to be a lot further into it, I imagine. What kind of tips and stuff are are you using to kind of help yourself, I guess, because uh, with your mental health and, you know, that kind of thing?
1: I think like to be honest with this already so I've been very lucky that I've got time and space to think about this I think if people are working from mm. home something that I think is really helpful for me is to keep it clean and I think that's something that can instantly go out the window because you know you sort of one plate goes in the sink and then a couple more and, and in the end you're ending <laughs> up like in a in a pigsty and that can really drag down your mental health I also think routine is really important as well that's the difference between home and work and because it's someone that works from home I've had to be uh prone to think about this before so I think you know nine o'clock is work time have a break at one and little breaks in between but make sure that you do that and um I think Most importantly, I think just generally is remember that this whole period of insecurity, as easy as it is to say, it's very hard to forget. This is going to be um,
0: this is only temporary. Things will get better. And I think that's really important to outline as well. Yeah, that's right. That's really interesting. I was, I chatted to my nan, who's, you know, in her 80s. And I I was quite concerned about her, rang her and was like, you know, how you doing, nan, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, I'm fine. And I'm like, what do you mean you're fine? And she's like, well, you know, we in the war, like we didn't have wow. anything. We didn't have toilet paper and stuff like that. So it's like, actually, the people that are most at risk seem, well, I can only talk to my grandmother as an example, but, you know, she, <laughs> she actually doesn't seem that worried, whereas all of us, like me included, are like, what the fuck is going on right now? You know, like, <laughs> uh uh, it's uh yeah it's it's scary times man but like you say it will end and there is positive to come out of it and we're already starting to see positive in in march of this year with with great things great things that people are doing and um you know i think let's hope uh, that that continues and i think actually people like you are so important with you know with comedy and making people laugh like more than ever now uh. Well, The, the <laughs> odd thing is, people keep on talking about this because
1: uh, they're like, uh, I, I spoke to a producer yesterday of a show that I do, yeah. and they said, we're going to have to can the show. And I said, why? And they said, it's not it's not the facilities it's not the spread of infection it's not even the lockdown it's the fact of striking the right tone and I think that's always the thing that's so difficult if you, you yeah. want to try and lift people's spirits but you don't want to seem too glib at the same mm-hmm. time that people are dying getting made redundant and losing their livelihood but I think a distraction yeah. and that's what comedy is a distraction and a way of making sense of stuff is more important than ever
0: yeah, that's right. I was um I was reading an article yesterday, after two thousand and eight, um, crash, there was a massive surge in superhero movies because oh, wow. they really wanted to you know, like people to like have a hero, have hope, blah, blah, blah. And and people kind of bought into that whole fantasy thing. And, and also, you know, like you say, a, a massive distraction and there's nothing more distracting than Spider-Man, you know. It's not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, you're right. And one final thing, what, I, this is a hard question that probably not many people can answer, but what do you reckon life will be like in the future once this has passed. Do you think that it's going to be, you know what I mean? Do you think we'll never go back to how we were? I think it's really
1: important. I always try, especially at times like this, to... uh, I think you've kind of almost got a responsibility to other people to try and keep the spirits up and to uh, maintain uh, sort of positivity, not blithely so, but I think it's kind of important. Mm -hmm. And I think after this, I think you'll see a huge move towards... I think a lot of businesses over time, after an adjustment period, will realise why did we have so many offices? People couldn't work from home. And I think yeah. you will see a massive work, uh, move to people working from home. I think you will see a huge reduction in cash. I think we'll move to a cashless society because cash mm. is one of the ways that it's been transmitted Quite a lot. But I also think there's going to be a sharpening of the focus. I consider myself someone who's uh, left of centre. Perhaps other people might, Mm. uh, you know, uh, not agree with that. But the thing that really frustrates me about the political discourse at the moment is that we were talking about the issues of perhaps the few rather than the many. And actually, you know, in times like this where there is a public uh, sort of sharpening of what is important. I think that might actually help other people to sort of say, you know what, like actually these little quibbles. We we need to work together. And and I think mm. sometimes, as as horrible as it sounds, nothing draws people together more than a common enemy. And I really do hope that after Brexit and after all of that kind of divisive three years, I do hope that it sort of knits people together to be like, right let's move on let's work together
0: yeah it's for the first time i actually kind of miss brexit yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly it's gonna be like when we get back to brexit because it's not going away it's gonna be great it's gonna be brilliant
0: (laughs) yeah oh man thanks so much today for joining me on the pod and chatting a little bit about the coronavirus i'm sure we're gonna have a few more updates on that as we go through the series next time we have dan razza on the pod now dan is a singer songwriter he's uh, open for joan armor trading badly drawn by el Escovedo escovado might have said that wrong cara dylan the sadies bellowhead and many more he's a very talented up and coming singer songwriter a lot of folky kind of music and uh yeah check it out next week In the meantime, if you want to get in touch, please email me on offradarpod at gmail.com or tweet me at jtopia.